Hey friend, welcome to Thursday, October 20th. I can't believe it's October 20th already. I mean, the fall is upon us and boy, it's been beautiful here in Connecticut. And it's been a wonderful, exciting, busy, and challenging season of ministry in every respect. And I just thank the Lord for the good work he's doing in our church. I met a couple Sunday that recently moved to Newington, but they uh, they watched our services for several years from Rhode Island uh, during COVID. And so they've been a part of our church family for a long time, and I did not know it and just met them. And it was such an encouragement. I don't know, maybe they watched this devotion as well, but... Um, I'll just, just go on record to say again, it means a lot when I hear from you. Um, so there's a lot of you out there that watch this and uh, you've never taken a minute to say, hey, I'm here. Uh, you don't have to, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this for that feedback, but I just wanna say that the feedback is meaningful. So thanks for your encouragement along the way. Um, but I just love the fact that God's using our media ministry through our live stream and things like that. Don't ever underestimate the power of uh, being able to share something like this. If you are blessed by a particular devotion on a particular day, don't hesitate to share it with a friend. That's, the, that's one of the great strengths of the internet and social media and some of these resources is that we can encourage others pretty easily with these resources. So thanks for joining me for this Thursday. Um, and we are in Psalm 64. We're picking it up in verse five. And what's happening is David is going to God in prayer and with, before the Lord, he's processing the behavior of people that are plotting against him. Um, so we left off in verse 4. Uh, verse, verse 1 says his enemies are in secret counsel, insurrection, working in sinfulness. They're sharpening their tongues like swords and shooting words like arrows, bitter words. Uh, they're trying to shoot from secret, in secret, at the perfect. We talked about that yesterday. Suddenly, they shoot at him, and they fear not. So it's flagrant. It's audacious. They, they've just basically um, taken God on or uh, relegated them, themselves as more powerful than God. They, 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 there's an audacity here that is blasphemous, really. It's, it's just... Um, confronting, it's shaking their fist, it's spitting in God's face. So we pick up today in verse 5. They, speaking of the enemies still, they encourage or they make themselves strong in an evil matter. Now this is interesting to me because these are people who have, at this point now, they've just kind of sold themselves to do evil to the point that it's become really intentional and strategic and they're working hard at it okay these aren't people that have just kind of accidentally tripped into temptation these are people that are really being diligent and working hard and making their abilities strong they're invested into evil and then david says they commune of laying snares privately they're plotting and conspiring to lay traps privately. They're looking for ways to snare David. And they say, who shall see them? Who's going to know? Uh, so you know who this is? This is the leaders. These are the power holders. Because when they're, these, are, these were the law enforcers saying, we can do whatever we want because who would know? And if anybody knows who's going to have the power, uh, you see the flagrance. And this comes upon people that hold power, that hold authority, uh, whether that's a parent or a pastor or a law enforcement officer or a governor or a president or a king. 
anybody that holds some some sense of authority or or power can exploit, misuse, abuse that a delegated place of influence and responsibility, that sacred stewardship can be um, betrayed. The heart of God can be betrayed. And that's what's happening here. And they just think no one sees them. They don't give an account to anybody. They give account to themselves. And they're forgetting there is a higher authority and that their ultimate accountability, the one where all power comes from, is God. And so I take uh, verse 5 as a bit of a warning shot to me that And it should be to you, whatever power, whatever influence, whatever authority you hold in this life, it is delegated to you by your God. And you are not free to parent however you want, to lead your organization however you want, to uh, lead your employees however you want. That's not, you're not free to do that. You're not free to wield power that God's given you in whatever way you want because it's not yours. There is an accountability. There is someone who sees. There is someone who watches. And so we ought to be taking the energy of verse 5, encouraging themselves in an evil matter. We ought to be taking that same energy to strengthen and build up ourselves in good matters, in wise use of our time and our resources and our opportunities and our privileges and our stewardship. We ought to put the same energy and passion into, uh, into wise and careful stewardship for the Lord. David continues in verse 6, they search out iniquities. Now think about the hard work they're going to. Uh, They're searching out sin. They're looking for more creative and better ways to do sin. They accomplish a diligent search. Do you see the work? David's making it a real point to talk about how much work, uh, verses 2 to verse, really verse 6, how much work his enemies are going to to defy God, to rebel, and to engage in sin and evil. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. Let's go back to verse 6 and read the whole thing. They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. David says, uh, let me, let me. can I paraphrase or maybe rephrase or give a sense to this? Uh, their diabolical wickedness, their unrepentant rebellion has become systemic. It's become their very identity, their quest in life, their, their search, that what the only satisfying thing to them, their every inward thought, the, the internal conversation of, of all of them, the depths of their being is wicked in nature. And putting another down, destroying another to lift themselves up and retain power. It's a dangerous place to be. And let me just comment to this because this was Saul and his council, his, his kingdom. And a proud, arrogant man that descended in toxic leadership as a narcissist uh, devoured himself and others. But he brought others around him that had the same kind of tactics and political uh, motives and self centered narcissism and um, their very identity became corrupt and so off track in their leadership. Now there's a couple things here and I'll wrap up today and the first is that um, if you've been given leadership or responsibility or influence uh, it's a dangerous road to go off road with your identity and to be enlarged in yourself 
and, uh, and, to be, and to go down a road where you'll start to do anything to get ahead. You'll cut any corner, you'll plot any strategic, you know, immoral, unfair injustice just to get your will done um, and to make sure you, you win. That's a very dangerous place to be. And it really kind of consumes your, your identity. You become an idolater at the core. Um, but the, 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 if you pull back maybe to a 10,000 foot view, the other view I want to give you here is what is David doing in verses one through six? Because he's going to turn a corner in verse seven. Look at the first two words of verse seven, but God. So we're going to pick that up tomorrow. But verses one through six, again, as he does so many times, he is um, venting essentially to God all that his enemies are doing. He's complaining. I mean, he's describing in detail what his enemies are doing, but how's he, how's he complaining? Is he just griping? Is he just moping? Is he just uh, in, kind of pointless, useless murmuring? No, he has gone vertical with reverence, respect, and prayer to God, and he's laying out his situation in detail. He's chronicling his situation for us, but he's processing his situation to the Lord, and that's just a very wise thing to do. So whatever the application to you today, Um, take these things to heart, meditate on these things. And uh, we're going to turn a corner tomorrow as we look to verse seven. So thanks for joining me. Happy Tuesday. I'm sorry. Happy Thursday. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.